listening to Season 11, Episode 174, recorded on June 29, 2021, live from Austin, Texas, with hosts Becky Jo Neal and Kim Stacy. Our musical guest is Kathy and the Kilowatts. But first, our show is possible thanks to our patrons and sponsors. Join our community to get exclusive access to content, merch, your own spotlight, and more for as little as $1 a month. Your support helps us continue to showcase local artists. Sign up at CIMP.live. That's CIMP.live. Thank you for supporting local live music. And remember, to give the podcast a five-star rating, every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. And now, brought to you by Music First Hand and their live music booking app, here's comedians interviewing musicians. Hello, and welcome to episode 174 of Comedians Interviewing Musicians. Um, my name is Becky Joniel. My lovely co-host could not be here tonight. Uh, she had some serious computer issues. So Venmo, Venmo Kim, she uh, needs to buy a lot of rice to get a lot of water out of her laptop. Um, we are joined by the lovely and talented Kathy in the kilowatts. Uh, please, please introduce yourselves. I'm Kathy Murray. And I'm Bill Jones. You can't just say Bill Jones, Bill the Monster Jones. Oh, yeah. Well, the Monster Jones. Yeah, that too. Is it the monster or just monster? Just monster, because I have a Jones for monsters. I like that. It's like Prince Monster. Okay, cool. Um, Yes, we are joined. (laughs) This is awesome. Yes, Kathy and Monster Jones. I'm living for it. I'm just going to say it over my head. It feels like the best. Um, Kathy and the Kilowatts is the name of the the, uh, band. We are have a special treat for you all today because obviously this looks like the acoustic duo that you might see, uh, but it's actually, they have uh, please explain. You've got like an awesome back band track. Bill had the best idea during the shutdown and we had our studio engineer uh, send us recordings that we've released on our CDs, but minus the guitar and the vocals. So we can play along with our band Uh in situations like this. So it's great. It's just worked out fantastic. I hope it works out fantastic tonight. Oh, I bet. And you guys have the sickest, cutest little studio set up here. Uh, Tell the podcast listeners like what you've got a plethora of really awesome uh, band posters and music show posters and this cute pink setup. Please tell us where they're at and uh, what we're all looking at. Uh, Well, this is just a small sliver of the, the posters that we have. But, you know, you're looking at the Austin Blues Heritage Festival from 1980. Uh, Kathy and the Kilowatts played that show. Stevie Ray Vaughan played it. W.C. Clark, Angela Straley, etc. So that was amazing. And I'm very happy to still have that poster. Um, we've got... Uh, our Seaboys Heart and Soul poster, first Saturdays at Seaboys. They're starting back up on July 3rd. So we're really excited yeah. about that. Uh, Muddy Waters, an original Muddy Waters at Antones. Uh, we uh, put up the Salvation scarf from Joe Nick Potosky's Texas Music Hour of Power, his Saturday night. Um, must tune into radio show. This here is the fabulous Thunderbirds. Girls go wild. 
LP that changed the music all over the world, changed the way people played, the way they dressed, um, a huge influence on us. You got quite the setup. It's incredible. <laughs> Everyone should uh, definitely get on the YouTube video of this and just ogle at your, the, the sliver of your collection is so cool. And Bill, this guitar you are rocking looks like it was cut from a very expensive production of Grease. It is beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. I call it the fin, like a, a fin from a 57 Chevy. I Okay, I was going to say it looks like, yeah. okay. 57 Chevy, what I was going for, but uh, I know nothing about cars. And I thought someone was going to come for me in the comments like, Rebecca, you know nothing about cars, which is true. But it's what I saw. It's beautiful. Thank you. I love it. And yeah. it, it looks so cool and it sounds even better. Yeah. <laughs> so it actually sounds well. So I was happy to get, I saw it. I said, man, I've got to have it regardless of what it sounds like. And it turned out it sounded fantastic. <laughs> No, you guys are awesome. I know that uh, one of the things you came to discover in quarantine was the usage of the band backing track to do uh, to be able to do socially distant streamings. Um, but is there anything else during the quarantine that you guys did to distract each other or have a good time to learn how to make bread? Do we learn how to knit? <laughs> you know, um, if I had to be locked down with anybody, it would be with Bill Jones. And um, we did a lot of songwriting. We, we wrote one. One day we we're having coffee and, and Bill said to me, you know, during this time, you can't just be your usual nice. You've got to be extra nice. Extra nice. So we, we, uh, we wrote extra nice and uh, did a home demo of it on our, our Tascam 8 track. And, and I shot a little iPhone video. It's out there on YouTube. Extra nice with an X. Extra nice. And that was really fun. That turned out great. I love it. Oh, here's something else. That Bill, so Bill, you know, he's a monster guitar player and musician, but he also does uh, classic B-movie romantic monster figures. So that this is, is so I was hoping I was going to bring it up if you weren't going to bring it up because it's amazing. This is this is current. This is a teenage werewolf. This, this is from a film called I Was a Teenage Werewolf with Michael Landon in 1957 so uh, this is just a bust i'm doing for a client right now and i just finished it so this is what kept me busy during the uh, pandemic as well doing stuff like this that is yeah, incredible Monster, monsterjones.com has an amazing photo gallery if anybody's into the b movies and i have i have somebody you need to meet Bill, because I, I follow one of this this special effects makeup artist i know goes by monster maker by night online he's very into the classic b camp he pretty much he does you know uh classic he does like classic glamour and whatever other makeup but his shtick is just b horror oh i've got to introduce you, you guys would have a guest oh, yeah. <laughs> anywho um we are going to hear the first song from kathy and the kilowatts uh if you would like to tip, please go uh, to Kathy. It's just Kathy and the Kathy Dyphon, half, hyphen. No, um, it's uh, on Venmo. It's at Kathy Kilowatt. Mm -hmm. And on PayPal, it's PayPal dot M E forward slash Kathy Kilowatt. 
Hell yeah. And make sure to uh, tip with a fist bump and the lightning bolt emoji so they know that you listened to this episode. Um, and thanks again to our patrons and sponsors who are here listening with us. And we really appreciate your support. We've got a bunch of cool stuff cooking for you to pop out in July uh, for your good summer. We'll quench your thirst uh, for comedians and your musicians this summer with a bunch of good stuff. So tell all your friends and uh, maybe up your tier. Who knows? We've got good things coming to you. So tip Kathy and the kilowatts on Venmo. It's on the ticker below with a fist bump and a, and a lightning bolt and go to CIMP.live to support us on Patreon. This is the first song from Kathy and the kilowatts. Enjoy y'all. Thank you, Becky Joe.
Hell yes. All right, y'all. That was Kathy and the Kilowatts karaoke team. Uh, I love that. I totally stole that joke from Bill. Don't worry about it. Uh, um, Thank you so much again for being here. And if you're having a good time on Facebook, friends and patrons, please tip Kathy and Bill on Venmo and PayPal with the fist bump and the lightning bolt so they know it's real. Any hoozle. Oh, we have two. Wait, hold on. Hide these damn things. What is going on? There we go. It's not hiding. I wanted to see the comments. There they are. Okay. Anywho, if you're here, leave a comment. See if you got any questions. Uh, we'd love to answer them for you. But before that, I'd like to ask a few myself. Anywho, so uh, you have had some recent Grammy buzz. Please <laughs> tell us. Uh, please let us know. Oh, great Grammy nominated artist, Kathy and the Kilowatts. Please tell us what's going on. <laughs> Uh, it was this year. I call it my brush for the Grammy. <laughs> um, I co-wrote a song called All My Dues Are Paid with uh, Rick Estrin and Kid Anderson. And it was recorded by the late, great Frank Bay. He passed away shortly after he released the album of that title, All My Dues Are Paid. And it was nominated for Best Traditional Blues Album for the 2021 Grammys. And that was really cool. And it was also nominated for Song of the Year for the Blues Music Awards. And those are the biggest blues awards in the world this year. And and again, didn't win, but hey, it was great being nominated. But you get to say that. It was great to be nominated. You get to say that. (laughs) That is so cool. It is good. It's it's wonderful. I'm so proud of you. That's so cool. And I think um, for some of the Patreon people, you may know this because you're longtime friends of the pod. uh, But actually, Kathy and Bill and I met in like 2017 or 18. It was one of my early days uh, here at uh, Comedians and Interviewing Musicians. And we went to a dinner with Julia show. That was a feature. I was hosting it uh, featuring Ali Holder. And Julia got to cook for us. It was fantastic. If uh, listeners out there is not familiar with Julia Melanta, just Google dinner with Julia. It's, Julia makes incredible food. She makes incredible music. Check her out. Uh, but yeah, I guess great. love her. She's fantastic. Super uber talented. And I know that's like a throwback for me. And we touched on it a little bit because you talked about a uh, Sea boys poster you have. I would like to know um, it's on your bio, like your first outing out in Austin, but what was like the first couple of years in this scene really like for you? And I want to like, take us back. And I want you talked a little bit before about the photography. I just want to know so much. <laughs> well, you know, um, I was a photographer and I took, took a lot of uh, shots of musicians that have been in a lot of books and stuff. And uh, my camera was stolen. And so I didn't have my my art and I was too poor to buy another camera. So anyway, um, there was a club that uh, is was where Magnolia on South Congress is now Magnolia restaurant called the Austex Lounge. And it was live blues seven nights a week uh, run by Steve Dean and his mom, Elaine Dean. And so one night, some friends that had heard me, you know, singing in the car and, and, and singing around, uh, taught me to sit in with their band at the Austex. And uh, Steve Dean offered me Sunday night residency if I put a band together. So I, I put my first band together 
and uh, the Jaguars, or actually they were together and I joined them. I uh, <laughs> We did a Sunday night residency and then I um, morphed into Kathy and the Kilowatts. So Kathy and the Kilowatts have been uh, performing this town for over 40 years. That's incredible. Um, thank you for your contribution to the Austin art scene. Uh, hello, formative <laughs> years. I tell you, I was I was young, you know, I was learning <laughs> and uh, made all my mistakes in front of everybody. And and having that uh, free open bar at the Austex didn't help much either. Made my way through. Right. I guess um, it, you say like you made a lot of mistakes in front of people, but is there a piece of advice that has stuck with you that you received uh, early in your career that you live by now? Well, um, there's a gentleman that unfortunately passed away about a year ago, or I guess it's been two years, Blues, Blues Boy Hubbard. And um, he uh, would come out and see me on those Sunday nights. And he's just a, a legendary uh, blues player from Austin, played a lot of gigs with Bill and I. And uh, so anyway, one day he said, hey, I have some things I want to tell you. I'm not a singer, but I know some things about singing. And he came over the next day. And taught me a bunch of stuff and, and you know, just said, you know, treat your voice like a horn and make the changes like an instrument. And uh, he really got me off and running. Blues Boy Hubbard did. That's amazing. Is there a, a shitty piece of advice, that you know, every day you're like, God, I'm glad I didn't take that. Uh, hmm. Well, you know. I don't know. One thing I, that just I, came to mind, I, I don't think it's a shitty piece of advice, but I remember one time hanging out with Stevie Vaughn and him, you know, saying that uh, we're at a party after a gig and stuff and him saying it's not about fame and fortune and having everybody know your name. For him, it was about love. And that's kind of been a, a North Star for me. You know, the music. And my love of the music has uh, guided me in life. And if I'm if I'm going the wrong way, it, you know, sometimes when I was younger, maybe I love the music more than I love myself. And so I, I could head toward toward the toward the light, toward the North Star, you know. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing she, that. She, boy, that's a good question. I've never been asked that before. Uh, oh, I mean, you know. Some some shitty advice is like somebody coming to you and telling you, uh, you should do these songs. You should play this kind of music. You know, somebody once told me, you know, I should be a, a punk rocker, you know, which, you know, I take punk rock, but I'm not a punk rocker, you know. Right. <laughs> so uh, I, I think just doing things in a in a contrived way, maybe to to try to, I don't know, to be famous and rich, maybe it works for some people, but it wouldn't have worked for me. That's fair. I had a vocal coach tell me that I should, that I'm a soprano. And I was like, I cannot even think in a high register. Like I have no idea what you are talking about. That is not like, listen to me. I've had a smoker's voice since I was like eight. Like yeah. not, there's no question about it. <laughs> like what was this woman on helium? Turns out. No, actually, um, Bill, Bill monster Jones. Um, I want to know when they erect a famous statue in your name, similar to Stevie's on the boardwalk, where would you like yours about? 
I would like mine at, in, at Toy Joy. Perfect. <laughs> I, love I love Toy it. Joy. It's a great place. And what would your, I mean, obviously, other than shredding the guitar, that is your beautiful 57 Chevy Finn. What else would you be wearing? Like a fun hat? Would you be wearing like a full length leather jacket? What are we talking here? What would your statue look like? Uh, yeah, I'd probably be wearing a shark skin, uh, my green shark skin suit. Looking cool and slick in my uh, Stacey Adams shoes, two-tone shoes. Yeah. Hell Keeping the yeah. Going. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it. You guys are so fun. Um, we are flying through this interview. If you guys are having a good time, please, please, please tip them uh, at the Venmo and PayPal's below with the fist bump and the uh, lightning bolt. I keep doing this with my finger and I'm like, squiggle. It's not a squiggle, Rebecca. It's a lightning bolt, not the squiggle. It's like, the light- it's like, it's like his strap here. Yes, like the strap. Oh, how am I just now knowing this? Y'all are so rad. Dang. Okay. <laughs> Any his all. We're going to hear two more songs from Kathy and the Kilowatt. So if you uh, would like to take this time to subscribe to our Patreon, now is your chance. Uh, go to CIMP.live. And this is two more songs from uh, Bill and Kathy of Kathy and the Kilowatts. Enjoy. All right. Thank you, Becky Joe. I co-wrote this next song with my good friend, Steve Snyder. Love came knocking. When love came knocking on my door, I'd give up all pretense. I hope I'll ever make a stand. Love came knocking on my door. When love came knocking on my door, suspicion was my closest friend. It's for me again and again. He's a believer in the game of a more. Then love came knocking on my door. But their love's good. 
Texas Bill Jones. Thank you. All right, it's blues time at Music First Hand. We're going to do one of our favorite Low Folsom songs, Black Nights.
Thank you guys again so much for being here. Um, if y'all are just tuning in, this is the uh, incredibly talented Kathy in the Kilowatts and Bill Monster Jones. Um, we are going to play a little game. Kathy in the Kilowatts is obviously a dope band name, um, but it's it's different. And it's I love alliteration. I live for a little moment where she gets her own fun name for her background. I love that. But it got me thinking about a bunch of other weird band names uh, that are obviously a lot stranger we talked a little bit about it before the uh, show went off some of them were just straight up inappropriate some of them were super strange some of them were like lost in translation that's why some people thought they were weird but i picked uh six of the dumbest ones in my opinion um and embarrassingly enough i did own two of these bands albums in college so without actually three of them oh that's bad um <laughs> we will start with uh this one's the most out there. It is the only not American uh, group. The band is called Bathtub Shitter. <laughs> we all know one. Scott Collins, I know you're watching. <laughs> Are we supposed to guess what that style of music we think that? Mm-hmm. What kind of music do you think Bathtub Shitter makes? Uh, I guess... Uh, Hillbilly meth, uh, speed rock. Yeah, I, I love it. Punk. Yes, speed punk, speed rock. Okay, I like that because I mean the idea is that the I love the idea of someone shit shitter is a very specific regional term, right? Yeah, I think being also tall in the cocaine, you know, maybe lacks it have in the cocaine. <laughs> True. Um, because my mind went to like someone who shits in a bathtub. You immediately thought someone who turned a bath, like we're talking about the bathtub being used as a shitter. <laughs> That's okay. even better. I'm here for all of that. Um, sorry, my dog has uh, bombarded this podcast again. Everyone say hello to Mercy. She's got attachment issues. Hi, hello, Mercy. Mercy. Hi, Mercy. She's very beautiful. Oh, thank you. She's that's what she comes for. She thinks that if she gets up here, she'll get compliments and they'll bribe her with cookies to leave me alone. It's not going to happen today, ma'am. Anywho, so the next band is called Natalie Portman's Shaved Head. Uh, this band was in high school when they started. Uh, hence the dumbass name. But uh, it actually came out uh, the year after V for Vendetta came out with that scene where Natalie Portman shaves her head. 
Um, apparently she hated it and she was their muse. So they eventually changed their name to bright futures, B R I T E futures, but they only lasted like two years after they changed that name. So it did not last very long. Mm. Okay. Natalie Portman's shaved head. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to let you take a shot at this one. Oh, what kind of music this is. Mm -hmm. Oh, good gosh. (laughs) Okay. What girl grunge. Ooh, that's what it should be. If we're being honest, if it, it, why, why this wasn't an all girl grunge band kind of pisses me off now. Damn it. That should have been, um, they actually, you know, yeah, like Pussy Riot. That's what I, that's what it shit. Oh, you know what? Natalie Portman shaved head sounds like a parody of Pussy Riot that like a Seth MacFarlane film would have in it. Like that's what the movie's called. Um, they're a Seattle band. Uh, they're like a house pop band. There's a song that they have called Me and Your Daughter. It's like synth, synth pop, but not like cute synth pop it's very weird uh it's kind of emo synth pop i don't recommend it but i did own the album why we were going through things i was 13 um the next one is the devil wears prada and uh contrary to popular belief they came they formed and uh wrote their first album one year before the film and they swear that they meant uh that materialism is the pathway to hell that's what they meant okay well, that can make sense. Yeah. The devil wears Prada. Polka. <laughs> <laughs> Polka dot music. <laughs> I would think it would be some kind of sophisticated lounge music. Ooh, that's giving them way too much credit. Too. Uh, I also, embarrassingly enough, had several of their albums. Uh, they are a Christian metal band. <laughs> They do Christian Screamo. Um, Personally, my favorite song that they've ever done was a cover of Stay Fly. And it is terribly bad. It's from a Pop Goes Punk album. Any of my former emo kids out there will know that they probably burned that from their memories as they should. Yeah, the Devil Wears Prada. I thought that it would give it away a little bit because they did mean they they sincerely meant by naming their band the Devil Wears Prada. that They were talking about materialism being the death of God and the pathway to hell. But they sold hundreds of albums. So what does that mean? <laughs> sold it for Jesus. Um, the next one is Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. <laughs> Junior Jr. He's a race car driver, right? Yeah, Dale Earnhardt, Dale Earnhardt was a race car driver who died. So it's got to be something fast. Oh, I know what it is. It, it's a Beach Boys cover band. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, there you go. What's that song they do? 409. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dale, Earn- Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. is a Detroit-based indie pop band. Uh, and apparently they've reached out to Dale Earnhardt Jr. to see if he found offense to it. He apparently loves it. So I guess Dale Earnhardt Jr. loves him some indie pop from Detroit. Apparently they grew up uh where they grew up in Detroit, not the only sport they really talked about where they particularly their neighborhood they grew up in was all racing. So they were trying to be relevant. Who knew? Uh, This one's fun. Um, Bowling for soup. It is a more recognized, more, more popular one. They had like a couple of bops in the early two thousands. 
Um, and it's, it's supposedly a mockery of Steve Martin's game show character bit bowling for shit. And they adapted to bowling for soup. Bowling for soup. Bowling for soup. I think it uh, would be a, like a um, frothy kind of punk rock. Ooh, frothy. I like that. Like a little pretentious punk rock. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I don't like to call my dad, but then secretly they have very healthy relationships with both parents. <laughs> <laughs> I see through you. Um, it's actually a pop punk band, so you're really not wrong at all. Uh, they uh, also kind of presented themselves very, um, like, what's that? What's oh, Chris? What's the band? I'm gonna get in trouble for this. What's the band that the guy's like someday? I suppose, and he's like her all the time. It's like a '90s ska band. They're in the movie Clueless. Oh, my God. I'm going to get in so much trouble for this. The Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. They dress like they're in the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, but they're in a pop punk band. They are wildly confusing. Bowling for Soup is. Um, Mm -hmm. And this is the last one and arguably the worst. Penis fly trap. (laughs) That's a really good name. That's a real good (laughs) name. That should go along with the the band name that I made up. um, Per Box. Per box. Per, per box opens up for penis for penis flytrap. Oh yeah. Per box and penis flytrap are definitely a drag king and drag queen duo out of Australia or something. Yeah, what genre is per box? Oh, uh, let's see. It, it it's like a, a straight head female rock and roll. American yes. rock and roll. Pussy riot. <laughs> but per box. Uh, Penis fly trap. Wow. Oh, it is. Is that right? Wow. I never looked it up. Hmm. Wow. Well, what kind of music does penis fly trap? <laughs> uh, I would have to say uh, funk, right? Yeah, funk. That's, we haven't used that one yet. Maybe funk. It is an L.A. based horror punk band. <laughs> I would be upset if they had a name like Penis Fly Trap and there wasn't blood involved. Like it yeah. should be a like horror blood. punk band. Yes. Like like I guess that's like horror metal, horror punk, probably along the same lines. Maybe that's like Rocky Horror. I don't know. But Penis Fly Trap. And for an honorable mention, we have to shout out to Tony Danza Tap Dancing Extravaganza, which was a U.S. based uh, new metal band. They were equal trash. But Tony Danza Tap Dancing Extravaganza, I definitely had you on a mixtape once or twice in my life. That was the crazy band name game with Kathy and the Kilowatts. Um, you guys won. I'm just going to go ahead and say you won. Nobody wins anything, but you won. Um, Your love of music. Thank you, Joe. It's very impressive. Oh, thank you. My really, that was a deep reach. Uh, and also those were the nice ones. Whatever you do, do not Google weird band names. It's a lot of like butt stuff, wordplay and like catering on not PC shit. So just don't do it. Uh, <laughs> if you're having a good time, please tip Kathy and the kilowatts on Venmo and PayPal with the fist bump and the lightning bolt emoji. Uh, and if you're having a double good time, tell your friends and join us on Patreon. We'd love to uh, show you some more stuff. 
Uh, we're going to do one more song in the live feed, then cut the stream. Then after that, we are going to record two more questions and one more song as an exclusive bonus. So if you want to see that, you're going to have to join Patreon because that's how capitalism works. We are but dirty, filthy artists. So uh, uh, <laughs> tip us, join us on Patreon. We'd love to see you and, and ha have your support so we can continue doing this show. We're going to hear one more song from Catherine the Kilowatts. Take it away, Bill and Kathy. The world is your oyster. <laughs> Join music firsthand, everybody. They are just wonderful and they're supporting uh, the scene here in Austin. Um, this next song is off. We're, we're in the studio right now recording a new album, but this is off our current one. It's called Premonition of Love. And the song I wrote is called Grow Some. You ready to grow some, Bill? Let's grow some, baby. <laughs> Gross, no, baby, I know we can. Well, I like my shallow light. And all kind of muscles you can build all in. Gross, no, baby, I know we can. You got a ton of the heat, you got a ton of the fruit. Grow some, baby, me and you, it's the thing to do. It's the thing to do. We don't stop our spirit when we graduate. Jump out of the box, honey, change your face. And then you'd be so fine when we sink up, babe. Grow some love and never too late. You gotta turn up the heat, you gotta turn up the fruit. Grow some, babe. Yeah, you, it's the thing to do. It's the thing to do. Mm -hmm. Me and you. 
It's the things to do. It's the things to do. It's the things to do. Yeah, baby. Hell yeah. Thank you guys so much again for joining us in the live stream. We are going to uh, skadoodle on out of here and film some exclusive content for you. So if you'd like to see that, you know where to go. Thanks again to Kathy and Bill for being here. Say uh, goodbye to your Facebook fans. Bye-bye. Thank you, Becky Joe. Thank you, Chris. Thank Absolutely. you, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, we don't have a show next week, but we turn in uh, the week after that. Uh, Chris just texted me this and I already forgot it. I know my dog's yelling at me. Come up here. We'll tell them together. We're back on the 13th with... Pauline Reese. Uh, so be sure to tune in then. Um, we'll miss you next week, but please be sure to join us on Patreon so you can see what we got cooking. Bye, Facebook. Bye bye. Okay, head over to CIMP.live and get your bonus videos, photos, merch, and more. And remember, give the podcast a five star rating. Every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. Find all the full videos and past podcasts at musicfirsthand.live. Thanks for listening. See you next time.